Welcome to Multicultural TV Talk here at MediaVillage.com, where we bring you exclusive interviews with on-screen talent and behind-the-scenes creatives, discovering their stories and how they're changing the face of stardom across media. I'm your host, Juan Ayala. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's get to talking. Today, I'm joined by Valerie Liu and Harrison Zhu, who you have seen most recently as Nicole and William in FX on Hulu's American Horror Stories. Valerie, Harrison, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Hi. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah. As we said, each of you played uh, respectively brother or sister and brother on American Horror Stories and got to come back for multiple episodes regarding the whole storyline, how it was an anthology. I'm sure you were both very surprised that you were asked to come back for another episode after your initial one. So what was that whole experience like for you guys? I was definitely very, very surprised. I think like, I think we got the call probably the day the show launched right or something like that and then i remember we just texting each other yeah. like what why are we on hold for this like hasn't the story already yeah. ended like isn't this an anthology so it was definitely a nice surprise and i mean who doesn't like to to work and be on tv right so <laughs> it was it was very like it was a pleasant surprise for me yeah it's kind of the same thing um i had thought that my storyline with William and Nicole had wrapped up and mm-hmm. when they had called us it was like oh like what are we doing because I because the whole idea of this series was it was anthology so every episode would be different but um we're, we're like wait are we coming back as different characters are we like are we like ghosts of ghosts like what, what's going on <laughs> um but it was nice that we were able to come back as our own characters and have another moment on screen and it's interesting with the finale of American Horror Stories for those who haven't watched it's very uh, black mirror that ends and you're like wait so what is that real was that in the game what's happening <laughs> like did it end <laughs> i'm not sure if you guys know but uh how did you interpret the end of that episode i i think it was just a game like that's the way i saw it was that you know they they were just gonna leave it i think the murder house was just too iconic of like a setting to completely get rid of and you know i mean of course like i being me like i go on a lot of the fan pages and stuff like there's a very like split i guess response like some people you know want that storyline to be put to rest and stuff but some people are i guess relieved that you know um the house wasn't actually destroyed at least that's how i Mm. see it and i think maybe from an actor's standpoint of course i'm hopeful that it does like the storyline doesn't end there but but obviously I know nothing at this point but I'm just hopeful that you know things are just left open-ended people can come back you know yeah yeah they've been so cryptic about the whole thing because I was like wait why am I coming back and they're like well like it's Ryan Murphy like we don't know what's in his mind (laughs) like he could bring you back as something else in another season yeah Uh, whatever other show because he's working on like eight million shows so Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah that's very true and like i I mean even in the anthology series itself like there were certain actors that came back Mm -hmm. for as whole different characters just in this first season of american horror stories so i mean hopefully like we did good enough of a job you know for future opportunities i'm not gonna like obviously put all my hopes in that but it's it's nice to i guess be on a show that's this open-ended and have has this many possibilities for sure and um you know american horror stories like its original series deals with some pretty dark subject matter um in this case with nicole's character and her 
gaggle of mean girls. It was bullying yes. and, and homophobia, among other things. Yes. Uh, so Valerie, what was it like having to portray that on screen? Um, it was definitely very, especially because this was my first role. Um, as excited as I was, I think me and the other girls, we were very, very nervous because, you know, like we growing up, like we know these things are wrong. And I'd like to think that I'm not like that in real life. So it was definitely, I think we all had to kind of, I remember before we shot our first scene, which actually didn't really air. Um, they cut, I think the last time I spoke to you, I kind of talked to you about it. They cut out the portion where we were actually the meanest um, and saying the most um, homophobic things. And But, but mm. before we recorded, uh, before we shot that scene, we had to kind of like, all huddle together and be like okay like we're, we're gonna go there but you know it's 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 not real and and yeah we we were we had like a pre-work seminar where you know they they taught us what was appropriate in the workplace and stuff and yeah like uh I think it was Paris Jackson she had to, she had to ask a question and be like hey is it what what if we have like really homophobic lines and then they had to be like no you're fine if it's in the writing it's fine just do your job so it was it, it was interesting. It, it was nerve wracking, but, you know, it's it's acting. It's like the disclaimer. It's like, you know, the thoughts of my character do not reflect me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> having to just make that clear for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Each of your characters are characters that we haven't really seen Asian actors portray in media. Usually um, I was just having a conversation with an, another interview with someone uh, regarding Asian representation, and they were expressing how for males, it's either a martial artist of some kind or like an asexual nerd, and Asian women are often hypersexualized in media. And we've never really seen a, a female Asian bully, at least in American media. And then uh, for Harrison, I don't know if it was scripted that you were like your costume was a jock or if, uh, if William was a jock with his Letterman jacket. But what was it like to sort of see these? characters that are not often portrayed by Asian actors in this way. I thought it was really cool. And I didn't know what my costume would be until I got there. And I thought it was really nice that, you know, amongst all the craziness of everything going on in American Horror Stories, even though Nicole was portrayed as this like mean girl, she had the soft side to her and she had her brother. And it was a very human moment that I think a lot of people could mm -hmm. relate to. Um, they cut out actually uh, a big chunk of our scene, but um, we had this big like rekindling moment. And, you know, like you had mentioned, you don't really see too much of that in mainstream media. Like you said, like you're as an Asian male in particular, like a lot of um, what I go out for, there's always a, you know, Asian and skill, like, and it's usually like martial arts mm -hmm. or like speaks Chinese or Chinese accent or whatever. And um, it's funny, just a quick side story. So um, Valerie and I remained uh, friends after the show, and we both actually, sorry to put you on the spot, Valerie, but uh, we both signed up for martial arts afterwards. Yeah. Because we were like, so many of the roles we've gotten recently have required martial arts skills. It's like, you know what, like, let's just lean into it and like pick up the skill because it's necessary. <laughs> um, and I just feel like yeah. it's nice that, you know, for the roles that we did play, they were just, you know, normal teenagers like that right. had just their own people. yeah they were just people they, it wasn't like you had to do one other special right. skill and i feel like so many roles require that which makes it really hard because as an asian american you don't have to only be a good actor you also have to have a and something else which makes it tough 
I 100% like agree with what everything you said and and I also like after the show dropped I went on Twitter <laughs> and I like I looked up the hashtag American Horror Stories and then like I wanted to see if anyone was talking about us so I put like hashtag American Horror Stories and I put hashtag I'm that person <laughs> then I put hashtag Asian and yeah there were people well a lot of people thought we we were playing a couple because I guess they had cut out the part that was like, explicitly me saying like, oh, I miss my brother. And then obviously the chunk that they kind of removed where Harrison and I had a bigger moment. Um, that was when we were talking about our parents and stuff. They, they removed that. So a lot of people thought we were playing, I guess, boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But yeah, on Twitter, people were like, oh, finally, we see like an Asian couple on screen and stuff, which which was really interesting because if you think about it, yeah, like, I, I mean, not just with Asians, but with a lot of, with other, you know, POC and stuff, like, we don't always see people of the same race being paired together in a scene nowadays, even, mm -hmm. you know, as, as great as, you know, diversity is heading in the right way and stuff, like, like, God, it's almost like, God forbid, like, we see two Asians or like two Hispanic people or two, two Black people being, a, you know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. I think it's things that like people don't usually think about, especially like when we're watching um, shows and stuff. And maybe us as actors were more in tune with that because we we get the casting breakdowns and we see what what race they're asking for and you know who they're casting as the lead. And just recently, I went out for something. I think Lana Condor was the lead, and they were casting open ethnicity for her best friend. And even then, you know my reps and my coach were telling me, Hey, don't get your hopes up. Like they're, they're probably not going to cast another East Asian girl beside mm. her. Right. So it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I know I kind of like, went on the but I think it, it was very cool to be able to work with, with it in this case, work with Harrison and have us both be on screen at the same time and have see, see people actually, noticed that I think mm -hmm. that was a very cool moment for me yeah even if the the relationship between the two characters wasn't clear people were still mm -hmm. like oh my god finally there is this representation we haven't gotten and um mm -hmm. I, one of my most recent favorite rom-coms is always be my maybe yes. because it's like this wonderful Korean American which is so specific but so relatable for so many different people anyone that comes from a very ethnic background like as you know as a Latinx I was able to relate to that still and those stories are so universal people think they're very specific but they're really not it relates to so many people uh, whether your parent or grandparent had that immigrant experience it's mm -hmm. relatable for so many people you know yeah. Um, and I do think seeing breakdowns coming in the last six months, I think the industry as a whole is getting better and moving mm -hmm. in the right direction. Mm -hmm. I still think there's a ways to go, but there have been a lot more opportunities recently, which I think is positive. Um, so we did touch on it a little bit, but what is something that you hope to see more of and less of in regards to Asian representation um, and entertainment? I mean, you actually kind of brought that up, but um, talking about like the asexual Asian male nerd or like Kung Fu I feel like um, historically Hollywood's always pigeonholed Asian American men in those roles. And it wasn't really until I think like the last year or two where it was like Asian men can be sexy, not like saying like I'm like that or whatever. But um, I think it's nice that people can still like are, are now starting to see Asian males in those leading roles. And I do think um, 
there there is a ways to go, but there have been more opportunities. And I we are seeing um, you know, in Hollywood films like more Asian leads, Asian male leads specifically. Um, and like Valerie mentioned, I think it'd be really cool, like um always be my maybe, where there is like an Asian guy, Asian girl um relationship, because you don't really see much of that either. It's it's always like, you know, Asian guy, white girl, or um you know, it, 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 like Asian Asian is so hard to see it. It's, mm. it's, I guess it's not quite palatable enough yet for the mainstream audience. There has to be like a little bit of something else going on. Yeah. It's just interesting that the only time we do see it is when it's like in all Asian cast, whether it's Crazy Rich Asians yeah, or Shang-Chi, it's yes. like, it's either all or yeah. nothing. It's like, why is that how the mm. approach? It doesn't, it's, it is very frustrating. You know, one of my favorite comedies, Super Bad. You know, they kind of made different iterations of that movie, you know, with Booksmart. It was kind of like, you know, like the female version, but it, it was also always like two white girls or mm -hmm. a group of white boys. And and I, going back to like, I really want to see like, can we have like two Asian best friends too? You know what I mean? Like two, why, why can't we have two Asian girls why can't going on an Why can't you be Lana Kander's best friend? Exactly. <laughs> like... <laughs> like something like that and 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 if you think about it too like even it, when we talk about asian there's so many different kinds of asians so right. you know even like a korean american girl and a vietnamese american girl they probably have different backgrounds different cult cultures too so even even then you know there's so many different possibilities just having um yeah i i do really hope to see you know like you said if it's it's either an all Asian cast or like, then it's not, then I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I have so many thoughts about these, <laughs> these things. Yeah. And like, so, and like Harrison said, I, I know it's all moving in a great direction. Like we've definitely come very far from even like two years ago, you know, mm -hmm. but I think yeah. there's just so much more possibility to, I guess, really explore. And also I think, um, I think I just want to see more stories um, and like characters that have really rich stories on screen. Like we, I, I, I don't have to like, I don't have to see like Asian people playing, um, you know, the hero all the time. Cause I, I have spoke on Instagram before, like I want to see more Asian leads and stuff. And people are just like, well, you know, like someone has to be the bad guy. Like, I don't mind playing the bad guy, but if I, I don't mind playing the bad guy, if there's a story, a bigger story to it, like mm -hmm. people, there's a lot of villain stories that we love, like the Joker recently, Cruella. We get to see these characters and, and feel, you know, sympathy for them and understand why they're that way. So it's like, if, you know, if, if I were to see more Asians even playing villains, like that's totally fine. If we, if they're not just like ruthless, like killing machines or, you know what I mean? Like we, we just, we want to see, um, cause going back to the whole like Kung Fu trope and stuff, like a lot of times, you know, Asians are portrayed as just like fighters. We don't know about them as person, as person. Mm -hmm. So I, I really don't mind seeing, um, the Kung Fu stuff still being used because that is a big part of Asian culture, but I would love to see um, just the backstory of these characters, which is why I think Shang-Chi, even though, you know, it's it's in that trope and that theme, but it's so interesting because we've never seen the backstories of 
these characters before. Uh, so we always wrap up our interviews uh, with a question. If you could give your 13-year-old self any advice, what would you say? Well, when I was 13, I think I did my first like acting thing ever. And it was like oh, cool. Aladdin. And I played the Sultan. Because like, <laughs> it was all like, you know, 13-year-old kids. Um, <laughs> so I would say... Um, advice I would give myself I think like when I first started like I started acting professionally when I was uh, 15 in Vancouver and I had always been pretty business savvy um, like I got myself my own agent and done like headshots classes like I kind of did this all myself and I feel like for the first chunk of my career I was so focused on the business side of things that um, I stopped like I didn't spend as much time focusing on the craft and having fun. And I feel like looking back at when I was 13, when you're just like doing theater or whatever, you're just playing like zip zaps off and like fun games. And <laughs> uh, I feel like, um, you know, going back, if I were to, you know, give advice to my 13 year old self, it would just be, you know, continue having fun. Like, yes, like, you know, you have to get an agent, you have to do all this business stuff at some point. But I think, um, you know, first and foremost, it's just, you know, making sure you remember why you're doing this um and just making sure like you're enjoying every single moment of it yeah same and i think like i guess trust the process right mm -hmm. i mean now we're i'm i'm in my like late 20s and i'm still playing teen so i don't have to, i guess like i would tell my 13 year old self like one day you're gonna look actually 13. <laughs> <laughs> and just trust the process like the opportunities will come at at 13 I had no idea I mean I always had the, the dream right but I had no idea that it, it would actually start to have like I guess happen for me um down the road so I think I would just tell her to trust the process we'll get there one day <laughs> I'll be okay. Like, just keep like we're just all playing make yeah. basically. Like <laughs> we're a grown adults just like, you know, having fun for our job, which is exactly. amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Valerie Harrison, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, where can folks find you on Instagram if they want to give you a follow? Um, they can find me at Valerie. So that's V-A-L-E-R-I-E dot L-O-O, Valerie dot Lou. And I'm at Zoo Harrison, X-U-H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N. And you can follow us at MediaVillage.com on Instagram. Thank you all so much for listening. Head on over to MediaVillage.com for our latest reviews and interviews and the rest of our content. And don't miss Valerie Liu and Harrison Zoo on American Horror Stories, episodes one, two, and seven, exclusively on FX on Hulu. I'm Juan Yala, and you're listening to Multicultural TV Talk. Mm -hmm.